1: Hello again, GLers, Reavers, here in the GL Podcast Studios with another edition of the best of Garage Logic. And by the way, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you this episode of Garage Logic. And um, I'm going to play an interview that I know I'm going to get a call about later today from the particular host of this show. But I thought it was interesting to play back this interview today since this was uh, conducted by Joe a number of years ago. But uh, take a listen. The best... Of Garage Logic, and you will uh, you will get why. Oh, by before I forget to mention, by the way, the Town Council Target Field takeover is going to take place a couple of Fridays from now, Friday July 21st, as Minnesota takes on Chicago. You can watch the ball game amongst GLers and the entire Garage Logic crew. You must be a Town Council member to reserve your two free tickets. Just go to GarageLogic.com. Tickets are on a first come first serve basis, and they will go quickly. So find out more. Become a Town Council member for just. 10 bucks a month and $100 a year you'll get unlimited access to all sorts of things uh, related to the show both video-wise and streaming-wise it's fantastic so go go to garagelogic.com and learn more and I hope you enjoy the best of garage logic
2: this was an interview with Hillary Rodham Clinton back in 1996 and the more we listened to it the more we realized that Hillary must have been briefed if you know what i mean Mrs. Hillary Rodham Clinton, are you there?
3: I certainly am. How well, are you doing?
2: Very good. My name is Joe Souchere, and you can call me Joe. Well,
3: thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. What may I call you? Oh, you can call me whatever you want to call me. Can I call? Can, <laughs> I,
2: call can, can I call you? Hil- can I call you Hillary? Yes, you can. Well, thank you. I, I assume that uh, we weren't told a great deal about your visit with us, but obviously, you would wish to uh, promote your book. It takes a village, and other lessons children teach us. It's. Uh, Selling well. Been on the New York Times bestseller list. And you uh, are uh, calling, what, a variety of radio stations today?
3: I am, and I'm talking not only about the book itself, but about a lot of the uh, programs and ideas that I've seen around the country. Recently, up in Hartman, Minnesota, and in uh, the Twin Cities, about what people are trying to do to uh, improve life for kids.
2: Are you in the White House
3: now? I am in the White House, yes indeed.
2: This uh, radio show that you're you're now with, we have created kind of a mythical town called Garage Logic, uh, yeah. a a made-up town in Minnesota in which people generally uh, do their best to uh, solve the problems of their lives in their garages.
3: <laughs> and uh <laughs> In the garage in the winter, do you keep those garages heated? We have
2: heated garages in Garage Logic, Hillary. Now, I was wondering if I might ask you some questions about the White House and, and your life there with your family that that may pertain to Garage Logic. Would that be all right with you? Sure. Does the White House even have a garage? Now, I mean the kind with the couch in it and an icebox where Bill might have a few Heinekens and a workbench and a radio. You
3: know, that is one of the real. Lacks that the White House um, has to confess up to.
2: You have to have a garage. We don't have a
3: garage on the grounds. Can you believe it?
2: I can't, and no, I could not car- be president until you solved that.
3: Cars are left outside. Now, there's a garage, but it's some distance from the White House where cars are kept, uh, you know, overnight. But, you know, I'm embarrassed to tell you this, Joe, because I was hoping nobody would find out.
2: <laughs> Who runs the TV remote control. When you guys are in your private quarters, who gets to have the clicker?
3: Now, you know the answer to that. This is a sex-linked trait. <laughs> the research <laughs> is conclusive. There is something about the male human being and remote control that I guess is, you know, just bred in the genes.
2: It is. It's a man's device. It and, is a man's and,
3: device. Now, being in the White House, there are a lot of TVs, so... I have, on my side of the bed, the remote control device from a TV in another room. So, on occasion, we have what you might call remote control wars right there (laughs) in the master bedroom of the White House. But again, I don't want you to tell anybody. No, I
2: would not, and of course, no one is listening.
3: Good. Thank goodness.
2: What is Saturday morning like in the White House? And let me briefly uh, tell you why I asked that. I once read a story. I can't remember the fellow's name. I want to say Angus Phillips, maybe the outdoors writer for the Washington Post. Apparently, President Bush invited him over. To go trout fishing. I don't know if you ever read this story.
3: No, I missed it.
2: And this fellow, Angus, arrived at the White House on a Saturday morning and for some reason was, was let in. And uh, there he is in his uh, bush jacket and he's got his fishing lures on. And he literally wandered into the private quarters and there was... Uh, uh, George uh, propped up in bed reading the paper and said, Hi, Angus. Uh, geez, you're here a little early. Why don't you go on to the kitchen and have a cup of coffee, and I'll be down in a moment. And I thought that provided a <laughs> delightful glimpse into the way they lived. Now, <laughs> I find that so hard to believe. honest to God, I read it in Sports Illustrated. <laughs> well, people wanted to hear Hillary laugh.
3: I mean, airplanes crash into the building. Why not Angus? I mean, you may be right. I had never heard that one. Well, has that
2: ever happened to you and in, uh, in well, your the husband?
3: The only time anything like that happened was the very first morning we were in the White House, after mm-hmm. the inaugural. And, you know, we stayed up pretty late. It was kind of a long night.
2: Well, it's, if you're not going to party that night, you're not going to party.
3: You got it. I mean, you, you know, you'd have to just kind of throw it in if you weren't going to have fun then. So we had a great time, but we didn't get home until like 3 or 3.30. And about 5.30 in the morning, the door did open. Mm -hmm. And there was one of the people who works in the White House with a tray of coffee. Well, Bill and I sat bolt up. You know, my gosh, we didn't know what was happening. What are you doing? Who are you? Well, apparently the Bushes um, used to get woken up every morning with coffee in bed, or at least that's what I was told.
2: Or by a sports writer. Or
3: by a sports writer who wants to go trout fishing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that has not happened to us, but hey, you know, I mean, so many weird things have happened. That could be next on the list. <laughs>
2: you uh, you uh, really seem to have been able to keep your daughter out of the spotlight. I I'm I'm your age. I uh, remember hearing far more about Amy Carter or the Ford kids or even the Nixon daughters. Uh, uh you do anything special to safeguard uh, Chelsea's uh, privacy? Oh, we just.
3: You know, try to make sure that uh, she has it. I mean, that's the thing that uh, I was worried about. That I didn't, I didn't think it would be fair or good for her to be treated, uh, you know, like a piece of public property simply because her dad was uh, in the White House. So we've, you know, we've taken a pretty hard line about keeping her out of the public eye. And I think it's better for kids. I mean, that's just you know my opinion. But but it uh, it strikes me that kids, particularly teenagers. You know, they need their own space. Um, and, that, you know, then there are things that she does with us that we are glad she does. But on a regular basis, she is left to lead her own life.
2: Does she ever uh, blast her CD player in the private quarters?
3: Yeah, well, all three of us do that yeah. from time to time.
2: Do you know any of her favorite groups?
3: Well, we. this is a long discussion that we've had. In fact, she asked that both of us watch the Grammy Awards, so at least we'd know the names of some of the groups that she likes.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but, you know, the only one that I can name right now is Hootie and the Blowfish.
2: Yeah, and they were Grammy winners. Yep, they were. Does Bill ever have musicians over?
3: He's only been able to do that a couple of times, and I, I really hoped he could do it more. So I took a, a room that we had uh, up on the third floor of the White House and, mm-hmm. and uh kind of turned it into a music room for him so that he's got all of his saxophones and his sheet music and uh, his, you know, stereo there, and uh, I hope he gets a chance to do that more often.
2: How how long do we have you with us? How long before you must go to your next appointment?
3: I think I have, I, I don't know what time it is now, but I think that I'm supposed to be somewhere about 3.30, uh, so what what time is it now?
2: Well, it's only 2.30, so we have you for another hour.
3: Oh, well, it's <laughs> no we but I'd be glad to come back to garage logic someday because, I, well, you know, I'm, hey, these you know I grew up in the Midwest I mean this is my kind of place no you were father, now, I gotta tell you one of my late father's favorite things which maybe the people in garage logic can help explain to me mm-hmm. here's what my father used to say
2: mm-hmm.
3: everything born in a garage is not a car like Do you have an, any idea what that means I
2: can easily explain that for you uh, <laughs> your father obviously was a uh, now, he was over 50 at the age of his death, of course. Oh, yes. Definitely. So he was a great living American. If he was over the age of 50 and he logged time in the garage, and I presume what he meant was that uh, that's where he did his great thinking.
3: All the good ideas that were born there, you think?
2: Where he did his great thinking. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you, uh, uh, you weren't raised in a village, Hillary. You were raised in a rather conventional American family, as, as you've written. Uh, could you, do you want to briefly explain the village concept to me?
3: Well, but it was um, a village as I think about it, because we were raised in a you know in a neighborhood where people looked out for each other where we were just as likely to be reprimanded or called to the carpet by the parents of our friends as we were by our own parents mm-hmm. uh, where we had uh, you know schools that welcomed parental involvement and lots of community support where we had recreational facilities and you know adults uh, who looked out for us as we played and you know just grew up it was a it was a place where our parents had the primary responsibility of course for us but a lot of other adults were willing to accept that responsibility as mm-hmm. well
2: i have two really quick questions for you and uh-huh. then if, and then if you must go you must uh, and my wife would be angry if i did not ask you this she she's literally curious how do you can you get out and shop for your own stuff like mascara or whatever
3: not easily and i know this may sound odd because when i used to be able to do it before my husband was president sometimes i wished i didn't have to but i really miss it mm-hmm. i miss like just pushing a cart up and down the aisles i miss seeing what's on the shelves finding out what's happening i occasionally am able to sort of sneak off um and get into a store or go for a long walk, uh, but I sure don't get to do it very often.
2: And a question that that I must ask you for my own satisfaction, and I and I mean it uh, sincerely. We've asked a number of politicians in Minnesota, for example, this question: Can you name a line from the film Caddyshack?
3: No, I can't. All except right. probably four.
2: Well, four would not get you off the hook. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that is that what's playing at the uh, theater and garage?
2: <coughs> no, but I'll bet you I'll bet you if you go to Bill and say Bill, name me a line from Caddyshack, he'll oh, give you a couple.
3: He's a golf fanatic. Well, he is. Course. I mean, he would. Yeah, I bet he could probably quote whole pieces of dialogue.
2: <laughs> Your book is It Takes a Village and other lessons children teach us. I thank you, ma'am, for uh, taking this time to be with us in Garage Logic.
3: I've enjoyed being with you. Thank Take you care. very
2: much. Okay. Bye bye. Goodbye. Lots of swimming season left, GLers. I hope you've reached out to Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. Their products have been keeping beaches and swimming areas free of weeds and crud for more than 60 years with a great line of weed control products that work quickly and they're easy to use. I've used them. That's how easy they are to use. All you have to do is call Aquacide, describe what you're looking at, and they'll get you the right products to eliminate those aquatic plants that are driving the kids crazy. Call Aquacide at one 800 328 9350 and tell them what you're looking at. Tell them what you think the problem is. They'll go through it with you, and they'll make sure you get the right product so your beach will look great all summer long, and there's a lot of summer left. 1-800-328-9350, or go to Aquaside.com.
4: With the return of humane temperatures also comes the return of windshields covered in smashed bugs. Thankfully, Seafoam has us covered with their amazing Bugs Be Gone solution. Bugs Be Gone easily solves the frustration of scrubbing bugs off your windshield and front bumper. You spray it on, it breaks up the sticky bond of bugs and crud with the vehicle service so you can simply wash it away with water. And yes, Bugs Be Gone is safe for all finishes. It's a non-toxic formula and water-based and leaves no film or haze when it drives. Uh, Just a clean windshield with nary a bug in sight. And we can use Bugs Be Gone on all sorts of stubborn organic crud. So a lot of people try it on a car, and then they find all sorts of other uses for it, like campers, golf equipment, fishing gear, anything organic. Just spray it on and wash it off, and the Bugs Be Gone, just another wonderful product for our vehicles from our friends at Seafoam.
1: If you're getting good and tired like I did of the big banks, well then I'm here to let you know about North American Banking Company. It's Reavers, by the way, here in the GL Podcast Studios. I made the switch. You should too. North American Banking Company offers the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they're also locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities, not shipped out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. North American Bank company deals with numbers every day, but you are never one of them. And their experienced bankers are ready to help business owners navigate all of the challenges and obstacles that come with owning a business. When North American Banking Company first opened back in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers. Where you know your banker, and they know you. While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, well, that has not. So here's the deal. Go online. North American Banking Company's website is nabankco.com nabankco.com north american banking company member fdic and equal housing lender
2: occasionally and it's funny that it always works out to be the 4 p.m hour or the cocktail hour in washington dc we are joined by our president mr clinton here he is aboard air force one president clinton Yes, hello, Joe. Hi, Bill. May I call you, Bill? Yeah,
5: I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm actually having a good time this afternoon. you yeah. got to call me, and uh, it, it's 5 o'clock. It's kind of like happy hour. <laughs> Excuse
2: me for well, a second. we called because uh, my associate and I uh, had both seen hey, uh, the... Jerry, look
5: at the head on that bear. <laughs>
2: yeah. Excuse me. My, yeah, Joe? My Air so- Force One. My associate and I had seen the Air Force One and understand, sir, that you... Uh, you uh, show the movie frequently to your guests at the White House. May, in fact, have shown it aboard Air Force One.
5: Uh, yes, indeed. we do indeed uh, show it. Uh, I'm a little, <laughs>
0: little happier. Well, it's a happy.
5: Uh, you know, The president is allowed to uh, go ahead and have a couple of uh, beers every once in a while. And uh, I've just decided that I would go ahead today. I know it's Monday. But I'm taking a day off. Yeah. I've decided that I'll take a day off.
2: Well, and I... Uh, I uh,
5: I do, so I'm, I'm a little off right now. But yeah. I, will, uh, I have shown this probably about, I don't know, 374, 375 times.
2: Yeah. Uh, tell that person who just wandered in your office to get the hell out of there till, till we're done talking to you. Uh,
5: yes, uh, yes, Mr. McCurry. You'll have to leave until I'm done here, okay? He, <laughs> he, said, he said he'll take off.
2: He he'll take <laughs> well, off. it tends it tends to throw you off your game, it you does know. It throw
5: me off my game a yeah. little bit, and uh, and it sometimes, Mike. What the hell is that?
2: No, I don't know. I
5: all right. Take care of that, will you? It's <laughs> kind of crazy. It's almost well, dinner time, and I'm uh, I yeah. get
0: very hungry.
2: Sometimes. Well, I just I just again I don't want to keep you, but this movie does portray the president. Uh, in a way of uh, such heroic proportions, and I'm just wondering if you identify with it personally.
5: Hey, Chipper, I don't really, uh, sometimes, I, I wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't say I think of myself as, as Harrison Ford. Right. But I, I would definitely think that there's that we are, are kind of along the same lines. There's some characteristics in this, uh, in this Harrison Ford uh, movie, uh, the same as, that, that are the same as, as I as I actually am every day. Right. I would say yes.
2: So w- to, to
5: an extent, I mean, I, uh, I wouldn't have done some of the things that Harrison Ford did in this movie.
2: Yeah. Would you have gotten into the pod?
5: Well, <laughs> that actually would take some thinking. <laughs> Let me think here for a little bit. I am thirsty. Hang on a second. Take a little sip. Yeah. The, uh, we, uh, I've enjoyed the movie. Where was I?
2: I was asking oh, you. Oh, that's right, yes. On the, in the movie, there is apparently yeah. a pod that the president can get in to effect an escape.
5: I'm not too sure um, that I would have... Uh, uh, Stayed outside of the pod, Joe. I don't really want to reveal any 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 secrets here, but it's uh, it's something that I, I I feel the to have your uh, president available, right? You know, in the escape pod, which I would have been safe. Yeah, I probably would have needed a companion. Yeah, uh, someone to help me fly the uh, the vehicle. Yeah, uh, to to establish some sort of contact. Sure. With this person, or with the uh, people back on the ground.
2: Right. So therefore, you you've answered my question, sir. You would have gotten in the pod, and I think, and,
5: I think that's what the American people would, would have wanted. Well,
2: of course, because they were they wished to protect the presidency, obviously, and uh, and you don't really personally have any flying experience that we're aware of.
5: No, I actually don't. I've uh, I remember at a county fair in in Arkansas, I did go up in a, a hot air balloon, mm-hmm. and uh, but that wasn't. Uh, and,
2: and you've fine. never, you've I, not.
5: I, I navigated that for maybe five or six minutes.
2: No. And you, you're a hunter. You've hunted, but you're not I, familiar with I'm it. I'm
5: a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> yes, I do. Hey, hey, close that door. Boy, you're a, oh. you're Thank really you. having a busy uh, afternoon.
5: It's crazy here, yeah, yeah. It's almost dinner time, and oh,
2: whoa. I just dropped you're my very glass. Very sorry there. Hey, but,
5: Mike, could you grab me another one of those, please? Yeah. The big mugs, the big ones. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
2: Now, uh, what do you do? You have in the white? Is, is Air Force One that neat, sir? By the way, Air Force
5: One is unbelievable. Now, I remember when you had Hillary on. Yeah, uh, several months ago. I think it may have even been last year. Right. I remember when you had her on. And you were talking about garages and me having a Heineken out in the back right. you know, by the garage. And we do not have a garage. No,
2: but you've got this thing.
5: We have this thing, and this thing is fantastic. Sometimes you just go
2: over there and sit in it, don't you? Yeah,
5: and that, well, that's that's what I want. I would, I would like to invite you. Next time I'm in the Twin Cities, yeah. I'm going to invite you on to this, uh, well, I'd this be, uh, aircraft. I'd okay. be thrilled. It's unbelievable. And I... That's kind of why I call you every once in a while, right. or why you you call me, and, and I agree to do this because I know you're. I know I've heard from other sources that you're not my biggest fan, right. but you respect the right. office of the president, right. and you have a little fun with me. And, yeah. and I think I'm having fun with you right now. Yeah,
2: I think you are I too. Really do. And I uh, and I I would uh, I, I would be thrilled uh, to take you up on that uh, uh, offer, sir.
0: Uh, uh, Excuse me. I,
2: I, you. That was on your end, sir. You must have your window open. I do, Mike.
5: Could you please close the window? Yeah,
2: <laughs> because uh, we, yeah, we were hearing some people from the outside. But uh, this uh, movie, sir, was not the first. You had Independence Day, in which I understand you, uh, you uh, took a great liking to. And again, in that uh, film the uh, president uh, ends up uh, flying uh, rather uh, uh, heroically in a uh, in a combat mission of sorts
5: uh yes but uh, you know i'm not big, I, like i'm i'm not a combat guy i don't no. i've never pretended to be uh, right. any 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 guy that uh, that is you know has ever been in any combat in fact uh, i run from combat joe yeah i my, my i would be like the remember platoon do you remember the movie i platoon?
2: do i do
5: i would be the guy that uh, pulled the dead guy on top of him and yeah. faked it Mike, can
1: you open
5: this window, please? I got there's some people outside that
0: just wanted to say hi. I need to
5: say hi to you like that. Yeah. Hello, people. Hello. <laughs> they love me out here, Joe.
2: Yeah, they do. <laughs> Is this moron number one? <laughs> Put moron number two on this. Hello. Phone. Hello? Yeah, I'm here, still here, Mr. President. I heard moron. <laughs> and then there was the film uh, then there was the film American President in which uh uh, you the president uh, not you of course but the president is portrayed as a as a bachelor who f- falls in love with a, dog a in here? Pardon me Mike
5: why the hell is there a dog in here
2: Sir you seem very distracted oh, I'm
5: The president of the United States yeah.
2: and there's a dog in here Yeah shut up Sir uh, just yeah. one more thing, one there, more thing. there's a, a movie the movie American President Now, Michael Douglas played the president in that in that role and in He's that... A lucky man with net bending. Well, I was going to so. say, now, in that one, I don't... Could you identify with that? Of course, I doubt it, because that president was a bachelor who has a love affair with net bending. so there was nothing there for you to personally identify with, was there?
0: Well,
5: let me tell you this, Joe. I, I remember that movie, and I really did enjoy watching that movie. Yeah. And uh, the freedom he
0: had. Huh?
5: He had so much freedom. <laughs> he had a lot of freedom. And any time... Uh, you can have. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Annette uh, Annette Bening was a uh, a press. Was she Was she in the
2: press? I forget. I think she was a, a writer. Yeah. And let me tell you this. I just Joe, remember her wearing one of your shirts. Not you, of course, but the president's shirts. Like an
5: oversized. Oversized yeah, white I, I dress, dress shirt. I've that many times in my mind, <laughs> not on the TV. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was crazy. But uh, let me tell you this, Joe. We're out here in the nation's capital. Yes,
2: you America. are. That's where we reached you today.
5: All the, uh, all yeah. the women of the press mm-hmm. uh, out here, they look like uh, one of those... Uh, Heaven's Gate people. None of those people look like an ex. No, they you that, don't. Do they? I would have.
2: Uh, you would have noticed. Yeah,
5: I would have probably noticed. Yeah, but like I said, Michael Douglas. Uh, he would. I would love to be a bachelor. Yeah. Now, now I don't mean to take anything away from my family. I no, love no. My family. No, you but do. But It would be fun to be the president of the United States yeah. and to play the field. If you know what I mean. I think I do because. But I, but I don't because I, I'm married. I, right. I'm happily married, right. and, and Chelsea.
2: As as and was Harvard. as was the president as portrayed by Harrison Ford. Yes, that is correct. He uh, he stayed behind because he didn't want to leave his family on, on Air Force One. Now, this is where
5: I have the dilemma. Yeah. Because I have uh, Hillary and right. Chelsea and right. myself, Right, and uh, I couldn't save all three of us.
2: No, after all, you are the president.
5: And uh, so the, there's a little... The office is... I mean, this is a high office. This, this is it the is. highest in the United States.
2: Well, it is. Maybe in the <laughs> uh, world.
5: And it's tough, and I think your pres- the needs of the president mm-hmm. need to be taken care of yeah. before the needs of the first family. Right. So possibly choosing between Hillary and uh and between uh and uh, and Chelsea, and right. the, you know bringing one of them into the pod. Right. I would just say, why don't you both stay up here and kind of fight it out, and uh, and why don't you send down one of those stewardesses who could uh, show me how to work this thing? <laughs> that's uh, that's probably uh, that's. If you want my honest answer, uh, that's answer, very uh, you're, that being, you're
2: being you're uh, being well you're being very very candid with us because well, there's no pressure there's no, uh, no there's no
5: Helen Thomas and, and Ann Compton and yeah. all these people that yeah. uh, just hound me yeah it's uh, so it sometimes it's it's difficult to be the president yeah now,
2: now when make they make a film like that and you like it do they just give you your own copy of it. Uh, well, actually, uh, to tell you the truth, we
5: have to pay for everything. Yeah. We don't get, you know, the free uh, right. uh, because otherwise that would be a gift, and then we get in trouble with the uh, DNC and all these other people. So sure. we actually have to pay. We get it at cost. But we do have to pay for it, so right. if we uh, put out 9.99 or something like
2: that at right. Target. I forget. Well, I, uh, I, uh, I uh, certainly appreciate your taking this time. I realize it's the cocktail, the happy hour. There, yes, it is.
5: Yeah. And there, I just, I wanted right I wanted to show you again that uh, that these people out here absolutely. Let me just open this door here. Yeah. Show you these people. They do love you. It's yeah. a
2: big crowd. We got a little parade going. It's right. DC. Right, it's DC. And,
5: uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, just, you won't even realize how much these people love me. Right. They love Air Force One, they love Harrison Ford, and I just want all you people to stick with me. Right. We got one more, then we'll turn it over to Al Gore. All right. All right. So,
2: uh, you don't listen. Thank I gotta, you, sir.
5: I'm going to close this door and, yeah. and just get the heck out of here. Thank,
2: Thanks, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> GL Joe here. When you go to pick out a new garage door opener business, uh, check their online reviews. My personal pick is the family owned GLers Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Five star Google ratings are common, and they get great comments from customers. Here's one to share. My door broke Sunday night, and I called, and they set up an appointment early Monday morning. Every step in the process was easy and professional. They sent emails to confirm and a picture of our Minnesota tech Mike before he arrived. He was on time, he fixed the door in under an hour, and I will always recommend Precision Garage Door. That's Mike and Hopkins. Look, these people guarantee every job they do, and they aren't satisfied until you are. They're my buddies from Precision Garage Doors, serving the metro and western Wisconsin. Make sure you let them know you appreciate a GL or own business. Precision Garage Door, they're my people. They fix garage doors correctly. Get help online immediately at precisiondoormn.com, or you can call them directly at 612 612- Two six three six nine eight five.
1: Since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help you with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality, serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more, Air Mechanical employs top trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive. Comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing, or electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. It's the end of the world as we know
2: it. He feels fine. Joe Souchou. Here in the John Haight Newsroom is Chris Reivers. Thank you, Joe. This report
1: brought to you by Duluth Trading Company. The University of Minnesota Golden Gophers beat Florida State last night in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Head coach Richard Patino did his best Clem Haskins impression last night in the second half.
4: One on two, Matthew in, got shot blocked, rebound put back, no, back tap to Miller, and then uh, he had a high dribble, no call, lobs it up, and a dunk the other way to White. Patino just rips off
1: his jacket and throws it at the assistant coaches. Haven't seen a jacket <laughs> throw since St. Joe's? Yeah, with uh, Phil Martelli. Wow! With the coat.
0: Out did of joy it? or anger? Oh,
1: out blocked, of complete anger. I don't know how much of the, the other game... Way on uh, the back tap. Sorry, I don't know. I
2: couldn't find ESPN I I don't know where it is.
1: It's 208 if you have Direct TV. I don't have Direct TV. Uh Andre That's Hel- okay. I don't need to find it. All right. Andre Hollins led the way for the Gophers, scoring 21 points on only three of 13 from the field. He was 12 of 16 from the line. Up next for the Maroon and Gold, another home date this Saturday at 2 p.m. against New Orleans. Um, it was a long game. At about 1040 last night, I said, I'm I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. I can't watch any more of this. There mm-hmm. was a lot of whistles in that game. Uh, the George W. Bush Presidential Center has joined the holiday festivities, offering for sale a Christmas tree ornament that features a painting by the former U.S. head of state. The ornament, selling for twenty-nine ninety-eight, is an unsigned Bush painting of a cardinal on a tree branch in a metal frame with hmm. a ribbon attached to it so it can be hung from a Christmas tree. Bush has taken up painting in his retirement. Ding. Ding. Wow.
6: <laughs> I want to make a portrait of... <laughs> Saddam so Bin Laden, when he when he was a youth in Iraqistan, is it Iraqistan? Is that
2: where he
5: was?
6: One
2: of the stands. Yeah,
5: yeah. Stan. He also per- Stan, <laughs> Stan is that his middle name? I find it, find it very interesting
2: that yeah.
6: uh,
5: when the heat got on, you dug yourself a hole,
6: big one, <laughs> big hole in Iraqistan, big enough to hide uh, massive destruction things. What did I that, call them? Uh, that. Uh- that guy's an american hater. Yeah. <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction, that was it. Yeah. WMDs. The former president yeah. has also taken up painting still lifes, self-portraits and I like images a, of f- animals. I like a finger paint. <laughs> it's uh, I find uh, I find maps on the Google. <laughs> I don't have filters, and I, I finger paint the country. <laughs> Human being and fish can coexist peacefully. That's right. The uh, West Coast is easy. You just it's like a squiggly line.
2: Uh huh. <laughs> Where be. do you paint,
6: sir? Uh, in a padded room. <laughs> they let me out for lunch. One of the things that I've used on the Google is uh, to
1: pull up maps. Yeah, sir. Mm-hmm. sure. It helps me. If you'd like to see those uh, paintings, they are available on the Garage Logic page. Ding, ding. I yeah. knew it was going to be tough uh, for me to get through that one, yeah. so I apologize.
2: I miss him, though.
1: Oh, oh sure. come on. Please. Absolutely. Entombed at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean in an <gasps> upended tugboat and dressed only in boxer shorts, Harrison Okine begged God for a miracle. A video of the Nigerian cook's rescue after 60 hours trapped in an air pocket was posted on the Internet this week, more than six months after his rescue and has now since gone viral. As the temperature dropped to freezing, he recited the last psalm his wife had sent by text message, sometimes called the prayer for deliverance. Oh, God, by your name, save me, he said. To this day, he believes his rescue in May is a sign of divine deliverance. The other 11 men aboard the the boat. Passed away in
2: boy. When your nonsense. time's not up, it's not up, yep. is it?
1: Well, here's my question, if I if I may. Yeah. Well, how is the video just surfaced now? This I don't know. This
2: happened what six months ago? It said. Well, where was it? Nigeria, uh, or Ethiopia? So, so. Well, it was he, over there.
6: The problem was he dropped the video. As he was going up, so he had to go back down to get it, and he wasn't really willing to do that right away. Not
4: a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing.
1: Do yeah. you know what he's referencing? No. DeLorean didn't. Fair. Back to the future. Farewell. <gasps> well, good, good for you. Probably because it's only the 160th time he's made the reference. That's Leah right. Thompson. Minnesota's own. Leah Thompson. She was a cutie pie in that movie. Cutie
2: pie? Mm-hmm. Cutie pie. We have a lot of female listeners who were worried about me. Thank you, town council people.
1: Well, there was a lot of people that emailed it that were it worried about you nothing to I, worry about i had emails just to me two people to make sure joe gets to see a doctor
4: he did a couple of uh doctor. couple of gals got a hold of me and just wanted to make sure that i was okay <laughs> <laughs> go behind the scenes of
1: garage logic with unfiltered audio and video access invites to exclusive events an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself and more by signing up at garagelogic.com.
6: The week of the 4th of July surely is always festive. It's always festive. It's when you kind of go, sit around and just say, hey, you know what? Life is pretty good. And when life is good, what do you do? You're happy. You want to outpour that joy. You might want to even be philanthropic. Yeah, that's the word of the day here, the word of the week. And Minnesota Masonic Charities.org online at mnmasoniccharities.org, catchy, in 2006... Some of the bigwigs came together and they said, let's pool everything and let's do scholarships. Let's help the needy. Let's help the old. Let's help the young. They're doing just that. And sometimes, you know, there's a wink and a nudge and a secret handshake. And they want the garage logicians and everybody to know that they're not really secrecy. It's not a bunch of secrets. They're telling everybody, we have got scholarships for people that need it. We have got a wonderful operation that they want to tell everybody about. So if you want to contact them and you have some questions about the secret handshake, you can call them 952-948-6200. But better yet, why don't you check out their website? That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Learn more about the Masons and how... Giving they are. Yep. Oh yeah. What's the big word? Philanthropic. And let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast, mnmasoniccharities.org. You know, a big part of our life, Joe, is yeah. eating. Oh yeah. <laughs> a, well, big a big par- part of your life. Well, a big part of our life is also how
2: we hold our plate. And we call that, sir, heap management. I got two uncles in a very serious uh, my uncle Jimmy and my uncle Paul. I would like to put uh, I would like to act in the role of your trainer. Okay. I'd like to put you in an eating concert against those two, because I have never seen plates piled as high as Uncle Jimmy and Uncle Paul can pile a plate. There is no, the, it be, it's beyond plate management. Not even plate They're management. beyond plate management. We're called heaping management. <laughs> and and I have never seen gross, such total gr- total, is, total gross it's a weight it is a GW, you know a gross <laughs> weight thing it's gw7000 <laughs> and and a lot of guys practice plate management this is a vertical heap management <laughs> so it's it, when they're walking mm-hmm. when they're walking it's a very pro, a very uh, a, a practiced steady uh, a pace because what they've got is top heavy heap See, plate management. Oh, if you start going ma- this way. Yeah, yeah, they, of course you have to be able to walk, you know, straight. If they start to lean, it's over. Yeah. Whereas whereas plate Plate management. You you see waiters practice plate management right. all the time. They have seven plates it. in their hands and they can yeah. spin around Maximize and go through it. a door. That's nothing. That's plate management. Heap management is to get the pile <laughs> to a place. <laughs> without spilling anything and that's an incredible thing oh. to see. Now I would like to put you up against Jimmy and Paul in an eating in an eating event for which I would charge an admission. <laughs> and you would have the big bib on and, and and Jimmy and Paul have the bib on and go into an eating ritual with the, and I I'm, I'm going to take you in this by the way and I've seen these two and I'm taking you. I'm intrigued. I would take you. Because uh, well, I can put away a lot, and I, I can pile up a lot. I do
6: you practice you, heat management. Well, what I do here is, <clears throat> you can't put you can't put turkey. You know, when you load up on the turkey, you don't right. put it all in on one. And side again, of the I must it's uh, stop. Fall off. Stop
2: right now. I, I I again need to reassure the great patriotic citizens of Gumption County that when you talk about this the the it's, gleam in your eye no is bit. real the joy you have is real this is something you're fond of all right now continue there's no
6: there's no silly fun rookie hey well, th- this he's is crazy, not funny but, with you no is it? it's not this is a legitimate deal where <laughs> it comes thanksgiving once a year right as we all know so and do you heap or plate management i heap you're a heap. Manager. I didn't know I was a heaper. I'm glad you. You're a heaper. Flip, turn the light on for me, because I thought it was just plate management plate for me. Management. But you're right. It's no, not no. plate management. Here's when
2: you practice plate management. You practice plate management at a wedding, or or at, at somebody's house. You don't really know that where well. Where you have to be. Where you are kind of watching yourself. You're right. your best behavior. When you're with a family in a family environment. At a at a at an Easter, mm-hmm. a Thanksgiving, or a Christmas, it's heap it's heapology. And more than that, it has nothing to do with management. It's heapology. You're right. So I you'll would... heap tomorrow. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Can you get it all on one plate? Are you a two plate heap? I can. I don't want you to talk to Colin yeah. right now. I want you to talk to me. Is it? Is this Paul? Which Paul? Oh, oh, John. Hang on. Which John? Your brother John. Just a minute, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I would put him up against Paul and Jimmy.
0: No, see, you're missing a very critical factor here. What? Rookie might be able to go one-on-one with him once. Yeah. But Paul and Jimmy. Yeah. Are going to go back maybe two, or at least two, yeah. maybe three times. That's a I'm good, out. Johnny. That's, that's a I'm good out. point. I'm not going to be able to keep up with. That's I'm a out. good
2: point. And each time, there is no reduction in the heap, is there?
0: No, absolutely I'm out not. Of my and league. And yeah. Here's another critical factor. Yep. Jimmy and Paul, there's 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 a fighting chance that throughout the afternoon they might have had a cocktail or two. Right. A few beers. Right. So I mean, and and of course, anything that would resemble an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> so I mean, they, they they come prepared. Johnny. Yeah. What role does the nap play? The nap. <laughs> The nap is almost instantaneous with dinner, and it coincides with any kind of cleanup that has to
2: be done. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. But you know, Johnny, you've saved me some money because i was going to go with my young man here oh no but he doesn't have repeat he doesn't have repeat qualities now well, that i, I think
0: i feel sorry for you right now yeah cuz you really misread this situation yeah but I, the other thing
6: yeah you're you're right on cuz you know what i if i went back i'd grab uh, a little bit of stuffing oh, no. and a couple of slices oh, of turkey oh this repeat heaping this is repeat after heaping, the, this I is repeat I'm, heaping. Not, I'm i'm out
0: blown yeah. Dinner again? Again, a complete. It's not just. A, I'll have a couple slices of turkey. No, this is That's the whole another thing. FM. So they two so FM inside F- thirty minutes. No, yeah, nope. now, I'm way out. You got to go back to the nap for a minute.
6: Yeah, <laughs> <The> nap.
0: Because <laughs> while everybody else is frenetically cleaning up and you know storing away pots that are used once a year, right? These two are asleep. Right. Waking up in time to start drinking. <laughs> and ready for dessert. <laughs> and that's another complete, exp- it's not just a little piece of pie no, with no. a sliver no. of whipped cream. No, it's
2: stuff. the whole deal, isn't
0: it? It's the whole thing, you know, back and forth. And uh, then while they're done, uh, they might, you know, 9, nine thirty. everybody else is long gone. They might say, you know, is there one cold beer left? <laughs> Of well, rookie's got a long
2: way to go. Yeah. Well, you really, you really did straighten me out on that. Yeah. And it just shows a young guy like this what he needs to strive for, doesn't it? Oh. I mean, he's got many years to prepare. Many, many years of practice uh, before he would achieve this kind of uh, status. Because you're absolutely right. I had uh, some of those, uh, some of that dynamic had slipped my mind. But you're absolutely right. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. So here's the deal. I'm not taking you. Uh, I'm 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 out, I'm out of it because uh, he pointed out you you stand no chance. You're too young. You don't have enough practice. Your skills aren't ready. Uh, you just haven't you just haven't done this enough.
6: No, I have to agree, and I'm not even insulted. I uh, yeah, I couldn't go back for that. I you know I have a tough enough time going. Two FM, two full meals right. here right. at uh, two, right. and then six or
2: seven thirty or whatever it is at the, at the other. It just uh, I've seen these guys go two full heaps at the same dinner table, and uh-huh. maybe three. In their younger days, they were three full heaps. Oh man, a- at the same dinner couldn't table couldn't do it. So I bow to the champions. I don't remember how this came up. Do
1: you? I don't either, Joe. Hey, I, I hope you enjoyed today's Best of the Garage Logic podcast. That was uh, obviously radio edition of the Best of GL and a couple of my favorite segments that uh, we included. And in fact, um, the one I did include was from an emailer from a number of months ago asking if we could replay the um, the Hillary interview. And I thought let's have a somewhat of a presidential theme on today's show. So I hope you enjoyed, and uh, we will have another Best of Garage Logic for both tomorrow and Friday to round out the week. Uh, in the mayor's absence this is Reavers back in the gl podcast studios have a great day we'll talk to you again tomorrow